Hey, what's up, guys? This is Andrew Smirsek with Convair Training. I'm here with my girlfriend, Ashley. Um, hi. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, we just want to record a podcast for you on the way out to Aries Training Facility. Uh, she's going to be working in the tent. I'm going to be RSOing all day. Um, I figured a cool topic for today would be talking about music and specifically metal because I meet a lot of people that uh, don't really know all the amazing metal that's out there and quite frankly uh, it's better than everything else so baby what's your favorite band tool because I'm an intellectual exactly (laughs) so if you don't listen to tool or you don't like tool you're wrong Um, the cool thing about Tool, this is like progressive metal, right? So they're doing a lot of stuff where they're switching up time signatures. Um, the drummer does a lot of polyrhythms. So basically, if, if you nerd out on music theory stuff, you'll love Tool. But the most important thing is that they sound fucking amazing. Uh, it's, it's a unique band where, yeah, the drums are awesome, but... Usually you have a rhythm guitarist and a lead guitarist, but the rhythm guitar uh, doesn't exist. It's it's more so where the bass guitar is the rhythm section and it fills that void because they only have one guitarist. So it's one of the few bands where you can like really, really hear what the bass guitar is doing and the bass guitar drives the song. Like it is the rhythm section. And then when Adam Jones comes in um, on lead guitar, he just fucking kills it. And the other cool thing with Tool 2 is that a lot of their bigger songs, like um, Schism, you know, the riffs really are not that complicated, or especially like Sober, you know, din it, din it. I'm pretty good at it. But. Yeah, Tool is awesome, and you got these different levels of intelligence, like uh, Ashley was saying. There's basically like, you know, graduate high school, graduate college, you get a doctorate degree, and then I listen to Tool at the top. <laughs> um, Maybe what's your favorite band? I got, uh, well, I have Lamb of God tattooed in my shoulder. I got their Ashes of the Wake Warbird um, from their from their album art tattooed in my shoulder. And I have to say it pretty much, Lamb of God's my favorite. There's also, up there is Slayer um, and All Shall Perish. I also love, man, I fucking love Job for a Cowboy too. But when we're looking at bands like that, all right, let's go, let's go to the beginning. So there was rock and roll, and then there was Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath is the original metal, and that's where you hear Tony Iommi's guitar work is like the biggest factor for Black Sabbath. Just, his riffs were so dark um, and so so outstandingly brutal. But yet, again, they were simple riffs. Um, just very well put together. Very catchy. And it was groundbreaking. And to this day, there's a lot of bands that, you know, like modern doom metal tries to um, emulate Black Sabbath, but no one 
has ever been able to do the same. Now, the, the cool thing about Black Sabbath, too, like the song Black Sabbath, which is also what they call their band, the song Black Sabbath is about, uh, I mean, go look this up for yourself. Uh, maybe I'm not remembering this right, but as far as I remember, Tony Iommi had a satanic Bible and he woke up he was like his friend left it at his house or he was borrowing it or something but yeah satanic bible at his house and he woke up at night he saw this cloudy shadowy figure not a shadow person that's different but it was a big cloudy shit in the corner of his room and he ran over he took that bible he threw it away and then they wrote the song black sabbath which was like about that night um, which is pretty fucking scary if you think about it. Um, and you know, if you're if you're trying to follow Jesus and stuff, I don't know. Maybe you should stay away from metal. I, you know, I, I try to follow Jesus as best I can, but I still listen to metal just because I love it. But I think there is something to say about that, considering the history with that song. Now, um, so after Black Sabbath came out. Um, you know, there's a lot of other bands in the era. Uh, you got like Judas Priest, uh, but like as for the stuff I listen to and the bands that you should be checking out. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Wow. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Wow, wow. <laughs> but as far, as far as like um, like other bands you should be getting into to get into metal, first should be Black Sabbath. Um, and then early Metallica, um, Megadeth. Anthrax and Slayer. That's the the big four: Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth, and Slayer. Um, my favorite, of course, is Slayer. Um, next would be Megadeth, and then um, I don't know. I I used to love Anthrax the most. Um, I used to love Metallica the most, but I think Slayer does the best, um, and Megadeth just has like cooler shit out there. But if you look at that early stuff, uh, the big four with um, coming out with thrash metal, which really drove what metal is today, <clears throat> you'll see uh, the sound back when their albums first released is totally different. Uh, riff styles are pretty different, and it, it was um, a bit more raw. Um, early Metallica had some more like blues oriented on the Kill em All album Slayer sounded uh, pretty pretty heavy and pretty evil from the beginning um, and then they started to mature like uh, around like 85 or so um, where we had uh, specifically with Metallica around that time I don't remember the the exact year of every album, but you had Master of Puppets come out, um, and then there was also uh, And Justice for All, which are both cool albums. I definitely like um, Master of Puppets better, but if you listen to And Justice for All, you can listen to Blackened and um, One, of course. And I think, what is it, the, the thing that should not be? I think that's on there. And then we got, uh, for Master Puffets, of course, 
Master of Puppets is a great song. Uh, Battery, another great one. Welcome Home Sanitarium. Um, but then Slayer came out with Rain and Blood, uh, which everyone thinks is like their greatest album. Um, this is also proof that you know Jimmy Kimmel is a fucking idiot. Because he was when Slayer went and played uh, World Painted Blood live on Jimmy Kimmel's show. He said, oh, this is the greatest album to come out since Rain and Blood. Like, no, no, it's fucking not. There's a lot of great ones that came out. So, if you're going to listen to Slayer albums, uh, Rain and Blood is amazing, but Seasons in the Abyss is, like, probably the coolest American metal album. For that time, they came out with the best album out of the big four and all the bands that were out there. Season of the Abyss is the shit. You can listen to it from beginning to end, over and over, and it will be amazing every time. You got War Ensemble, Expendable Youth, Blood Red, um, Spirit in Black. Uh, my favorite is Dead Skin Mask, which is about Ed Gein who the Texas Chainsaw Masters were based off of. So Ed Gein was this weirdo up in Wisconsin, where weirdos will always be, that would find women that looked like his mother, kill them, and then make, like, uh, lampshades and upholstery and shit. So really crazy stuff. Now, this sounds very dark and wrong whenever you talk about a metal song, but the way you think about it, is that metal is basically a horror film in music form. So if you like horror movies, scary movies, which generally people do because it's kind of like people like looking at that that stuff that's scary to them, right? Uh, the morbid stuff. If you like that, if you like watching scary movies... That's just what metal is. It's just a scary movie in music form. Um, especially when you get into, like, <clears throat> Slayer, and then you dive into death death metal and all the stuff over there. Also, you can't fucking listen... Uh, you can't listen to fucking Bob Marley and lift heavy weights. That's just not possible. And reggae is the worst form of music ever created. But, anyways, so... On the season of the best album, War Ensemble, Expendable Youth, Spirit in Black, uh, Blood Red, Dead Skin Mask, of course, my favorite. Very underrated song on that album is Hollowed Point. It's just insanely fast and thrashy, and the riffs hit super hard. Um, you have to develop your palate into appreciating metal. If you don't already, if you already do like metal, you need to listen to season the Seasons in the Abyss from beginning to end. And not just not just like on Spotify. Like actually listen to the album from beginning to end. You can probably pull that shit up on YouTube. And eventually I will make a um, a YouTube playlist that's uh, all my favorite metal songs. Or at least a bunch of my top favorites. But then, okay, at, and then at the uh, end of the album, the song Seasons of the Abyss is a fucking masterpiece with a really cool, slow intro. Um, it's a long intro, too, but it's, it's awesome. Like, the build-up there is phenomenal, and it even has clean picking in it, which you don't typically see. But anyways, Top Slayer albums, 
Rain and Blood, Seasons in the Abyss. I actually really like uh, Divine Intervention. So if you've been listening to Slayer for a while, but you haven't listened to all of Divine Intervention, check out that album. You'll listen to it uh, a few times through. Um, Diablos in Musica has a song, um, Bitter Peace. And then they also have Death Set. But Bitter Peace specifically is an amazing song that barely anyone knows just because that's not a popular album but listen to Bitter Peace uh, next God Hates Us All that between that album and Season of the Abyss it's hard for me to say what my favorite Slayer album is but it's one of those two I still always go back to Season of the Abyss simply because it uh, has nostalgia for me for listening to it so many times when I was young. My dad and I used to listen to it like on the way to football games. But God Hates Us All is definitely their heaviest album. It has the intro uh, Darkness of Christ which sounds really crazy. Uh, it's just a minute of like guitar with talking in the background. And then it goes into Disciple which has the chorus where they go God Hates Us All. You know, that song's insanely heavy. And then other great songs from that, like this whole album's amazing, but songs that really stand out and I can listen to any time of day and I'm gonna start headbanging is Disciple, then God Send Death, New Faith, Exile, which is another song no one fucking knows. And I don't really think there's any videos of them playing it live either, but Exile, is probably one of the heaviest songs on that album that no one even really knows. And then, um, yeah, Bloodline, uh, Payback. Payback is the shit, too. That is a fucking amazing song. But then, yeah, after that, you got you got Christ Illusions, which is another great Slayer album. Um, and then the albums after that, I'm not as into, but I still like them, uh, especially their last album I did like it and seeing that shit live was a lot better but after Christ Illusions the one thing I don't really like is how their guitar tone changed a little bit I play guitar so um, I'm really big on hearing those good tones and that's also why I hate music on the radio is I don't know the guitar tone always sounds like shit it's basically pop music and straight trash but hey that's all the Slayer stuff Megadeth just listen to the early stuff. Um, shit, I don't know if there's anything after the 2000s that I'm really into, but uh, they definitely they definitely have uh, a lot of hits. Like Peace Sells, which is my daughter's favorite song. And <laughs> we make a shirt for her for that. Um, Holy Wars. Um... Uh, what was that set the world on fire? What is that song? Oh, shit. Well, Hook and Mouth is the best. Hook and Mouth is like a freedom of speech song, which is awesome. Now, the cool thing about Megadeth, too, is, uh, yeah, they have some occult-type songs, uh, like, you know, The Conjuring, and, you know, there's some stuff about that, but they actually get political. Uh, Peace Sells is a very political song. You know, Peace Sells, but who's buying? Um, just talking about you know, politicians 
always say certain things, but really uh, they're, they don't follow through. And then hook and mouth, they spell out freedom for the chorus. And they, they talk about how people like to say they're free, but they're really not. And um, talking about freedom of speech, you know, they go through the course and, you know, that spells freedom, which means nothing for me as long as we have the PMRC. So every time I listen to that song, I absolutely fucking love it. But okay, so I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna stop naming songs um, and all that shit because I'm gonna just make a playlist with it. But you could get the, um, the best of Megadeth album and you get everything on there, but then you have to make sure you look up hook and mouth on the side and then uh, set the world afire. Um, and there's a few more, but I'll put them all on a playlist. Baby, what got you into metal? Um, I've been talking too damn much. I'd say just weightlifting, being in that environment and hanging out with like that crowd of people got me into it because a lot of weightlifters listen to metal. What were the bands they were listening to? I started off with like bands like Breaking Benjamin, Rise Against, like all the stuff you consider girl metal. Chevelle. <laughs> it is girl metal. But I mean, I went from like, I listened to like pop and country and like when I was younger. So I kind of needed to bridge my way over Mm-hmm. Not really going straight into like job for a cowboy or something. <laughs> I kind of had to start off with just rock, you know. Right. But then I got into metal and I got into still bands that you would find more like not what you would listen to. It was like Oh Sleeper, Wage War, stuff what like the that. What is that? Yeah. See exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, okay, so you know I was talking about Tool And it's like a great band if you're a nerd And you're really into music theory I'm a nerd who's really into music theory One of the reasons why Lamb of God Is like my top favorite band Is because they don't follow the standard You know, intro, first chorus, first chorus Solo, first chorus, outro Which is like what Metallica generally does You know, not that Metallica is a bad band It's just, it's fucking boring If you hear the same riffs over and over A normal metal song will have like five different riffs and maybe a solo Lamb of God will no shit have like 11 riffs that don't repeat but they kind of evolve into new riffs as a song goes on just listen to Hourglass uh, a few times and really pay attention to the riffs they're playing you'll see what I mean but okay so you said baby that you were listening to those newer bands and I'm, pr- I'm probably the one that got you into all the crazy shit right for the most part, yeah. What was, uh, how did, what, what bands did I show you that, that I started getting into it? Or did I just, like... Job for a Cowboy. Yeah, I just straight hit you with it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you first showed me Job for a Cowboy, but I was like, oh, I like this. This is cool. Um, Job for a Cowboy, Slayer, Acacia Strain, uh... So, basically... Now we're, we're, so we're talking about it like this. I told you, you know, listen to Black Sabbath and then the big four. And that's kind of the gateway where you 
start getting into death metal. It's kind of like you have to develop your palate with that stuff first. Uh, she developed her palate with stupid girl music, but... <laughs> I like it. Because <laughs> it's catchy. <laughs> but that's okay, because that's what was on the radio. And hey, check it out. I don't fucking want everyone to be into deathcore. I don't. I Because if everyone gets into deathcore, then... Like a deathcore and death metal and all that stuff. They'll ruin everyone, it. Yeah, they'll ruin it. They'll make it <laughs> stupid. Just like, uh, I mean, there's several bands that that have done that. You know, I like Suicide Silence. I like the the band members in Suicide Silence. I'm pissed at that Eddie left All Shall Perish to go be in Suicide Silence after Mitch died because All Shall Perish is one of my top favorite bands. But check it out. Suicide Silence went and tried to sound like Corn. They tried, you know, tried to be bigger. Which, you know, do what you want to do. But it fucking ruined their music. You know? I don't hate the guys for it or anything. It just, it doesn't sound the same. Their earlier shit's way cooler. And if everyone gets into death metal, it's going to ruin death metal and make it totally lame. Kind of like when, what was it? It was Attack Attack came out. And he had all these these uh, these scene kids getting into 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 deathcore type stuff, and they just gay it up with crapcore nonsense. Anyways, so there's a big difference there too. Is people be like, you listen to screamo? I was like, no, I listen to death metal. I listen to deathcore, or I listen to hardcore, or any any shit like this. And we're gonna get into all the subgenres, but. <laughs> Screamo emo sh- shit. That's the that's the kid, the kids that were wearing like eyeliner and um, feathering their hair off to the side, wearing skinny jeans, not stretchy pants, but skinny jeans. Right, no legs. <laughs> Difference. <clears throat> and then they, um, I mean, sometimes there'd be there'd be good riffs, but overall the vocal performance would be garbage, and. The song would suck. The other thing, too, is that when they put in clean singing, like, there's a difference between putting in clean singing and putting in that stupid uh, pop-punk whiny singing into a song that has metal screaming. It sounds awful, and it should not be done. But, okay, so, getting into the crazier shit. This is the shit that really gets you turned the fuck up. The same way Slayer does. But... You got, you got Death Metal that came out, right? And it originated with the band Death. And then you got... Um, there's, a, there's several big bands, big Death Metal bands out there. The ones I really like, uh, Campbell Corpse, um, Dying Fetus is right now my, my fucking favorite Death Metal band slash Tech Death. I don't know, but it's Death Metal. Um, Suffocation. Bands like that are insane and it's like the heaviest shit out there well I mean not even Death Metal's not even the heaviest shit out there cause now they got they got like what what the fuck was it called ah uh, shit Oceano like if you listen to Oceano that shit is so ridiculously heavy there there's no possible way to make it heavier but then I did find out the possible way to make it heavier which some band they came out and they, they, they basically play uh, deathcore songs with heavy breakdowns, really low tuned, and they just put Alex Jones screaming over it. 
like Alex Jones ranting over the song. So it's basically, <laughs> they made Alex Jones' singer, and that's the only way to make it heavier because it's like a real dude talking from his TV show about crazy shit. But. <laughs> you should talk about Bro Job. Bro Job's pretty fucking awesome. We are the penetration administration. So, Bro Job. Wait, why don't you talk about bro job? I, I want to talk about bro job. Bro jobs, you're describe bro job as best you can to the audience. Bro job is an inappropriate um, <laughs> <laughs> band that would you consider that like parodies? Not like it. That wouldn't be a parody. It's a funny band. I mean, it's kind of. A, it's not like a parody is more where you. You're making fun of something specific. Yeah, you're making fun of a specific something. song. It's um, not. It's not fucking uh, weird owl parody. It's more. It parodies deathcore in the way that the subject matters. It's uh, all about like. It's all about gay sex. Yeah. <laughs> the songs are all about gay sex. But it's it, like it's like. Screaming like I'm gonna kiss you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have like a song called uh, "We Are the 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 um, the Boyfriend Stealers." It's just <laughs> and it, it's like you're it, anytime you watch one of their videos, they put the lyrics on the screen. Which yeah, okay. Th- so that's one thing you can't understand what they're saying in most death metal and deathcore. All right, and that's not the point of them screaming. The point of them screaming is to add another layer of aggression and emotion to their songs. Uh, but anyways, with Bro Job, they put the lyrics on screen, and it's all the most horrific gay sex shit you could think of. Um, listen to the song Teeny Weenie, though. That one's not about gay sex. It's about having a little wiener. But that song is fucking hilarious. Um <laughs> I could literally listen to that intro a hundred times in a day, and I would bust out laughing every single time. We have a, we like to play the do not laugh game, where I annoy Ashley, and one way I like to do it is I just, god damn, change your fucking brake pads. Anyways, anyways, so we have this game where um, I like to annoy Ashley, and I'll just play the intro to Teeny Weenie over and over. But, yeah, Bro Drop's fucking hilarious. You should you should check them out. Um, God, what's another funny death metal band? There's... I mean, you got... It's not death metal, but Green Jelly. They have... Uh, yeah, what's the one with the little... Three Little Pigs. No, not that. Wait, what's That's that, not one? that funny. Whoa. Um, the one with the Kids little... Um... God damn, dude. what's your attitude like? No, the troll dude that's um, the lead singer. And then in the song, like, that girl goes for the other guy, and he's all sad, but, like, he's a troll or something. Remember? Yeah, no, he's a goblin. goblin uh, I, I forget. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Necro Goblicon or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, just look up goblin metal. You'll find that. That's just hilarious, too. <laughs> Which I like that, too, because there's all these, like, Viking metal bands and stuff, which, like, I'm not hating on them. Like, I actually like some of my Modern Marth songs, but I don't know. You have to be really good if you're from Europe for me to like you. Like, because <laughs> I pretty much just, I'm such a, 
I'm such a Western chauvinist that I'm like, all the best metal is from America. <laughs> but, but basically, there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of gimmicky shit out there. Like, I don't know, any band that wears masks, I'm generally like, why, why the fuck are you listening to that? You know, like I don't like Slipknot. I mean, any band that's out there doing what they love, I, su- I support that. But, like, I'm not into that shit. I like Slipknot. You're gay. But, <sighs> Behemoth, right now, as far as uh, European metal bands go, holy shit, Behemoth is heavy. I've been listening to nothing but Behemoth. And, again, you have to really have developed your palate to get into bands like that, because Behemoth is black metal. So, when people think about, like, the, you know, the crazy satanic people that listen to metal or that write metal songs, like, Behemoth is actually it. Although, I don't think they really worship Satan. I think they're, mm, they might just be atheists that, you know, put on the stuff to put on a show and uh, piss off the Catholic Church. But, Behemoth is fucking crazy heavy. Now, with black metal... That's straight satanic music. Black metal, they'll um, put on what's called corpse paint. They put white all over their face, and then they put the black around their eyes and exaggerate certain features to make themselves look more evil. And then they'll put on fucking armor <laughs> and go on stage. <laughs> I actually met the dude that ma- that made Behemoth's armor at the um, what was that? It was at the Renaissance Festival in Tampa Bay. Because, um, yeah, he had shit on I was like, man, that looks like the stuff Behemoth wore. He's like, yeah, I used to make it for Behemoth. I'm like, what the fuck? And I think he also made their uh, guitar straps and also made uh, guitar straps for Campbell Corpse. They're local to Tampa. But, okay. <coughs> anything else they should know about, baby? No. No? They shouldn't know about anything else? No. Tell them to look it up themselves. You can tell them that. Look it up yourselves. She's so sweet. <laughs> oh, baby. All right, guys. Take care. Uh, be safe. Get some fucking training. Um, again, you cannot lift heavy shit to weak music. So start listening to metal. I'll make that playlist like eventually. The, when I'd be at weightlifting practice, some of the girls would try to play like Drake and stuff, and I'd be like, no. Um, I'd rather smack my balls with a hammer than listen to Drake. I just changed it because I was like, I lift the most. I get to pick the music. (laughs) Fight me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Take care. Be safe. And keep fighting communism.